Welcome to Westdale Speaks. You reap what you sow. Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome to our first official podcast. We are so, so, so excited to have you guys here with us today. We are your hosts, Ashna Parima Nesha, and for the next 10 minutes, we will be here chatting your ear off. I know. The day is finally here. It's actually been too long. I'm a bit nervous, to be honest. Like, I've never actually done this before, and our podcast topic is just so heavy. I don't want to mess it up. Well, Nisha, what is our podcast topic? Well, it's all about mental health and healthy living. But wait, you know what? I'm actually excited because this pandemic has really taught me how important it is to take care of myself. Taking care of yourself should always be a number one priority. And especially with the current circumstances, it looks like a lot of things have taken a toll on people's mental health and healthy living habits. Starting a personal conversation like this one is a big step to bringing awareness, and I can't wait to see where it leads. Sounds like it's going to be interesting to get different views on this topic as well as spread hope to those who may be struggling with the same thing. I know I'm looking forward to sharing my experiences for sure. Yeah, exactly. Like this pandemic has either helped people kind of get started on a healthy living or mental wellness journey or it has taken a heavy toll. So I'm actually really interested in hearing your guys' opinion because I know I have so much to say about this. Wait though, let's not get it too... Let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Before we get into into the details, what is mental health and healthy living? I'm sure everyone has a different understanding of it. So let's put together a definition. Well, to me personally, mental health includes my emotional, psychological, and social well-being. So, um, like, it's a person's state of well-being uh, in which the person uses their abilities to cope with their normal day-to-day pressures and anxieties. Like, what do you guys think? Do you guys agree? Yeah, I think you got it. But to add to the mental health part, it plays a big role in a person's ability to make big and small choices as well. Well, what about healthy living? Healthy living, I think, can be defined as practicing health-enhancing behaviors. This includes physical, mental, and spiritual capacity for a person to make healthy choices. I think you both have got it spot on. So how have you been coping with your mental health and ensuring that you follow consistent healthy living habits? I know I have been making sure to take breaks between studying and making sure to take some time out for myself and for the things I enjoy doing. I've also been putting in the effort to stay active and healthy by doing at-home workout challenges, going for bike rides, and maintaining a balance between healthy and junk food. Well, for me, um, things like making a schedule or journaling or, you know, meditating or planning out my day because, like, I absolutely love making lists. Um, It really helps me a lot because I just started waking up a lot earlier and setting a bedtime for myself so that even though um, I was, like, confined in my house during the pandemic, uh, I felt really productive and the days, like, began to feel longer and my body began to get, get the rest that it really needed that I wasn't giving it before. I think also just spending a lot less time on my phone before bed and right when I wake up. So like even though I know that I have to check my work or my school emails, I try to like wait 30 minutes or leave a 30 minute gap before I go to bed or just after I wake up so that, you know, I'm not looking at a screen first thing in the morning or last thing before I go to bed. 
Um, and another thing that I did was just reading an hour before bed. It just kind of helps me stay calm, you know? It's that time for me to unwind. So um, on top of that, just exercising and eating healthily uh, for the past year since April uh, was honestly just one of the best investments of my life because I just feel better. I see a lot of changes in my body um, and like I don't regret it at all. Wait, what do you mean? How does that help you? And exercise is torture. Like, why would you purposely put your body through that pain? And broccoli? Um, that's nasty. I'm sorry, but that's, uh-uh, sister. Uh-uh, that's nasty. I love my soda and junk food. Nothing is stopping me from that. Nisha, that's what, like, I used to think. I used to think, like, I can't give it up. But, uh, like, living healthily and just making, I guess, better decisions like makes me feel more energetic and like happier and that's actually been proven by science so like when you work out there's this hormone called dopamine that's released and that makes you happy and more positive and have a more positive outlook on life so as i began like seeing those results in my body it just motivated me to keep going like i've almost lost 60 pounds since like last june and i feel better than ever so you don't need to like completely cut this stuff out of your diet but you just need to find a balance like balance is the key to like you know losing weight and being able to st sustain it over long periods of time so like i ate all the foods that i love like strawberry ice cream and pizza but i kind of just learned to eat a proper or like healthy amount yeah, you need to have a routine that is sustainable for you. If you say that you aren't going to eat candy for a month till it's five LBs without any other activity, then go back to eating candy a month later. That is definitely not sustainable because you will gain all that weight back. For example, waking up early. I hate waking up early, but honestly, it comes with a lot of added benefits. Waking up late means missing breakfast, and whether you believe it or not, breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It feeds your body and mind with the necessary nutrients and energy to function throughout the day. Eating breakfast regularly will also help keep weight off because it gets your metabolism going. This doesn't mean you have to wake up at 6.30 like Ashna, but choosing an early time and being consistent will help you nourish your body. Waking up early also allows you to get stuff uh, done earlier in the day, which means you can go to bed earlier. On average, a teenager needs at least 9 hours of sleep to ensure proper uh, neurological development, but a lot of teens do not get that because they stay up all night playing video games or catching up on school assignments. Honestly, like school this year was so relentless and I was like so done with it because the majority of it was online, I think for everybody. So at the beginning I was so burnt out and I was like, I didn't look forward to anything related to school because everything was just piling up. But then I also saw that when I started to change my sleep schedule and I went to bed earlier and then woke up earlier, um, I found out like that I had more time for school and to do those things that I loved. And I was able to kind of spread my time evenly. So instead of just staying up late and you know trying to cram all my assignments in, I just wake up early and get those assignments done and they're just out of the way for the rest of the day and I don't have to think about it anymore. So, like, during the evenings, I just go on a walk with my parents or, you know, watch a movie um, and while getting enough sleep. So, you know, it just improved my mood, my cognitive function, my academic performance. So I think it's something that you should really think about implementing. Okay, true, true. You guys make a fair point. I just learned so much from your stories. I was wondering why nothing seemed to get better. I put a plant in my room because I read online 
that helps me improve my mental health and makes you more productive. But it does neither of these things. Plus, similar to Ashna, I've been so tired with the same schedule over and over again. And having to do everything from home has turned me into someone with no motivation to get up. But you know what? Tomorrow is a new day. And I'm going to be a better version of myself. You guys inspired me. Now, of course, this doesn't mean that, you know, you'll have the perfect mental health or the perfect physical health. But, you know, the things that Prima and I mentioned is just ways that you can keep yourself going and overcome, um, you know, unexpected circumstances like this pandemic. Yes, exactly. A lot of factors play into this and working out or eating healthy will not tackle things completely. Everyone has a lot to deal with from school um, to family commitments to chores to extracurricular and much more. It definitely is hard to keep up at times, but it is also important to remember that nothing actually matters unless you're keeping yourself well. This is why it's important to have these conversations and understand that it's okay to be tired, it's okay to take breaks, and most importantly, it's okay if you fail to follow a schedule every day. We as people have a tendency of being really hard on ourselves and setting unrealistic expectations, which end up proving to be worse for our mental health in the end. Personally, small things like listening to music, eating some good food, and cleaning my room make me the happiest, and that's all that matters. You're right. Productivity doesn't always mean getting 100 tasks done in a day. Sometimes it's better to slow things down, saying no to people, doing things for yourself, and not to overthink things too much. You know what? I'm going to start by taking small steps, like trying to sleep an hour earlier, reading my favorite book, and eating my favorite meal. That way, I'm exposing myself to things that are good for me and making myself a happier and a lot more healthier person. I'm also going to set boundaries for myself so that I don't overwork myself. Yes, Nisha, now you're getting the right idea. Like, I'm not even joking, saying no to people is one of my biggest struggles. Like, I'll have a million things to do on my plate and like 10 assignments due, but the second someone asks me to do something, instead of saying no, like, I say yes and then silently struggle uh, while I'm trying to get it done. But the thing I've realized is I'm literally 17 and I have my entire life in front of me. Like, we're going to university next year. So if I'm not mentally or physically healthy, I won't be able to live happily. So, you know, I, I've learned to just stop overexerting myself and only doing what I can. It's actually so comforting to hear that, that we are all on the same boat. Like, I used to think I was alone in all of this. But I'm actually more motivated to do things now because there are people on the exact same journey as me. Yeah, for sure. This pandemic has equally impacted all parts of the world. And it's something that will be impossible to tackle without unity and knowing that we're all in this together. Sometimes I feel so alone and I'm not going to lie. It feels so odd to see other people with the ongoing lack of human interactions. My favorite thing of the year being birthdays have been left to spend at home and it can get really frustrating. But again, it's important to be with your family and to do the things you love most. I'm sure it all starts with mindset and so doing things for yourself is going to leave you feeling awesome. I think this was a really good conversation, guys. Like I didn't know I needed it, but I'm so glad I had it. I have a lot of thinking to do and I'm definitely looking forward to going on a wellness journey of my own. 
This was super fun, you guys. And, you know, to our audience who have just been listening on with us, I hope you were able to learn a thing or two from our conversation. Uh, please share this podcast to your friends, relatives, parents, and siblings. Um, as the more people that are involved in our conversations, the more impactful it is um, and the more change that we can create on a global scale or even, you know, citywide. So, yeah, so if you're struggling, there are so many wonderful organizations and resources such as Youth Mental Health Canada, Across Boundaries, Crisis Text Line, Toronto Seniors Helpline, or the Kids Help Phone. All of these amazing organizations want to support you through it all and are available to you just through a phone call. Remember to also never be afraid to reach out to people you trust, like a friend, relative, or teacher, as they are only there to help you. I can honestly say that something as simple as this conversation really helped clear up my mind, and using your resources will help you do the same. Thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to having uh, having you guys on the Westdale Blooms journey.